Well, ladies and gents, this is the bonus episode for this week. And of course, as you can see by the title, my drunk roommate in wrestling. So this was our girl Alexis's drunk roommate. <laughs> and he was giving his take on wrestling and basically on the Mysterio and Dominic situation. A lot of fans online were not happy with Rey Mysterio and Dominic dominating or having a major storyline for months and it culminating at SummerSlam. They weren't happy with Dominic having his debut match at SummerSlam. They were very, very selective and ignorant about how Dominic was able to be portrayed or displayed on TV. And so we as avid wrestling watchers had our opinion, but Alexis's roommate also had an opinion as a casual watcher. And since he is of Mexican descent, he was able to give it from a perspective as a person of color, which was even better. And this was just too golden to keep out. So hope you guys enjoy this episode of Down for the Cow. It's our bonus episode for the week. I'm sure Nicole will be back very soon with her um, interviews, which are awesome, by the way. I highly recommend that you check all of them out and make sure you guys check out some of our other content that has been posted. But without further ado, here is my drunk roommate and wrestling, per Alexis's roommate, more specifically. <laughs> They're like, well, he's not a little kid. He's 23 years old. And you have to start, you know, treating him like he's a grown man. And they need to, Ray needs to stop riding his son's coattails. And I was Ooh. like. Hold up. Hold up. They said Ray Mysterio was riding his son. Wait a minute. Okay. I'm going to tell you what happened. Ray. So I, I went live after, after um, SummerSlam. I went live. And when I was watching it, I had literally got to the end and I hadn't seen Roman yet. And everybody else had seen everything. So after all that had went down and we got into discussing SummerSlam, it was like, well, I'm sick of Dominic coming out there with his father. Like, when is he going to, you know, get rid of like get rid of that and do his own thing? He needs to stop. I'm like, well, first of all, Charlotte Flair came out there with her father for her the first year that she was on the roster as a heel, Charlotte Flair had her father by her side mm. at every match. He was there until she started the rivalry with Sasha Banks, and he she pretty much got rid of him then, but he was still there. Nobody complained. Nobody said a word. Dominic has one match, mind you, and it's his first match. And his father and mother want to be there. And they're a part of the storyline because this is about Ray and his family, obviously. And you're mad because Dominic still has his father. First it was, well, his father Ray, is, 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 he's got his son standing in his shadow. And then they go, well, Ray Mysterio, they're right, he's riding Ray Mysterio's coattails. Or he's, riding, he's trying to get Dominic to be relevant so he can be relevant again. And it's like, Ray Mysterio is a legend. There is no trying to be relevant. He is who he is. So to say that is disrespectful. Just let me go off real fucking quick, Tiff. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That is so fucking disrespectful to Ray Mysterio. Like, do you guys not realize the work this man's had to put in to even get noticed? 
much like get told you're going to be one of the best fucking wrestlers of the modern generation when he was getting told by in WCW and he got turned down in WWE the first time because he was too small. Now y'all are out here praising him. But as soon as his son wants to come in, you're saying his son is riding his father's coattails. Then you want to turn around and say, like, fuck off with that shit. Mysterio is one of the best. And you know what? If his son wants to continue wrestling, good for him and I'll support him. But do not sit here and say that shit about one of the greatest luchadors that ever walked this fucking planet. I will fucking fight you on that. In addition, as a fellow Mexican, He's like out of nowhere. In addition, Hugo, he is my Mexican roommate. Yeah, (laughs) sorry. And this has nothing to do with Rey Mysterio being Mexican or me being Mexican, but I will say this much. As someone who literally dropped off the wrestling scene when Rey Mysterio just got onto WWE to come back. 10, 6, now anywhere from 10 to 7 years later, for me actually watching wrestling as a child on a day-to-day basis, when Rey Mysterio just got added on and to jump in as an adult with a child and be like, holy fuck, Rey Mysterio's still alive? Holy fuck, he's actually relevant in wrestling? Yeah. That that kind of is big. Like, when you take a hiatus from wrestling for five to seven years, even more, ten years, and you see someone that you saw barely getting in. You only knew Rey Mysterio back then as the 619 dude that did that cool thing with the ropes. Mm-hmm. And now he's literally, like, he has his own fucking story arc going on right now where he's being the underdog where the dude whatever whatever black Seth Rollins Seth Rollins or whatever yeah <laughs> Seth Rollins fucking him up but to jump in 10 years later literally 10 years from watching wrestling as a child and being like wow this is amazing to jumping in as an adult being like hey I gotta support Heather be like holy fuck Ray Mysterio's still around that's amazing that's completely incredible like this guy I saw him get on where he had some really shitty matches once every month, and that was it. Yeah, and then you didn't see him until WCW trotted him out for some stupid altercation. Yeah, and now it's like you're actually seeing this guy who's literally put in the work, who has been busting his ass doing what he does every single day in his job, and he's finally seeing some recognition as, holy fuck, maybe Rey Mysterio is actually a wrestler. Not a luchador. But just in general, a wrestler. Can we count him as oh, hell yeah. one I of do. the greats? Can we can count him on the same level as Steve Austin? I do. Your Rock or whatever. Yes, I consider the Rey Mysterio. Not again, not because I'm Mexican. Because the, the sorry. <laughs> like, Jesus sorry. Christ. There's plenty of Mexicans I do not like. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you meet a black person, you say, hey, is there any black people you don't like? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got some cousins I can name that I don't like. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. That's what I'm trying to get at is like the rest of us, you know, everyday normal people that our voices are nowhere near heard 
you know, like, for example, me, Rey Mysterio, like, I, I jokingly told Heather, like, hey, yeah, I really like Rey Mysterio, and she's like, oh, yeah, he's this guy, I'm like, no, I just left wrestling when he just got in, and for, like, a solid 30 minutes there, Heather, that one year we did SummerSlam or whatever WrestleMania. it was, it was WrestleMania, you were like, oh, I'm sorry, Hugo Rey Mysterio lost, I was like, <laughs> no, dude, it's not a big deal, it's not because he's brown, it's just, I like this guy because I left <laughs> wrestling when he was so new to WWE. Yeah. All the reason. I still miss Booker T. I miss the fuck out of that guy. What's uh, he doing? Uh, nope, nope, you lost us. You lost us on that one. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry, people from the internet. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. It's my wrestling podcast. Yeah, huh? no, no, no. I, I, I actually am enjoying meeting you. Your friends. Is that okay? When people call Alexis by her first name, because like, <laughs> she hates it, and yeah. I love her name. Sorry, and, I, and I, I was like, why just, don't you like hey. it? <laughs> I, I, and just, I love it because I don't know anybody fucking named Heather. <laughs> I know three Alexises. <laughs> Two of them I don't like. <laughs> Today I learned your real name. Help it, I got a real name, okay? Hey. I have to edit this out. Do I have to take it out? But let me just, okay, let me just ask you this real quick. Yeah, yeah. And then we'll get back to what we're talking about. But like, so everyone's saying now that first Rey Mysterio's son was riding Rey's coattails. And then after this match that he had at SummerSlam, which you watched. Yes. And, you know, Doc, he did really good because that was his first real match at one of the big four pay-per-views that WWE had. Yeah. And now people are saying Rey Mysterio is riding his son's coattails. Okay. Do you think that's bullshit or do you think it's just people trying to nitpick anything because they're wrestling fans and we just have to hate something? Okay. Uh, and, and 100% honesty as a... And here's the thing. I know you guys, you guys live off what WWE does, and and I and I mean like literally, I don't mean that as you guys make a living off of it. I wish we did. Yeah, no, I, I, no, wish. I wish you did. You made a living off <laughs> of what wrestling does. No, but I mean like as in like what it actually does. I don't think it's a big deal right now. Okay. Because five years from now, when Rey Mysterio's son is the only headline, and Rey Mysterio has retired. Ooh. And he's finally said, you know what? I'm tired of blowing out my knees doing these cool rope tricks. I'm tired of fucking blowing out my back, doing backflips, laying on top of some dude. People are going to look at Rey Mysterio's son and be like, oh, wow, we have this little brown warrior for us. No, 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 no. I'm sorry to say it like that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if that offended anyone. That may not be PC. He's he's been drinking, so, you know. Fair. Fair. (laughs) Fair. 100% 100% fair. But, but saying like, let's look, at, let's look at the of things. Eddie Guerrero. Rest in peace, Eddie. RIP. We, we loved you. You set Mexican people back 100 years. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Wow. You, you, What's going on? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. When your theme song is We Live, you <laughs> back 100 years. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> look at your race. 
Yeah. Imagine a hundred years back. Dude, shut up. That's what Eddie Guerrero did for us. Well, he kind of got a point because we we used to be like that with Crime Time, you know. We <laughs> right, okay. right. I'm sorry, but Booker. <laughs> I'm sorry, but Eddie Guerrero set us back a little bit. We loved him. Mm-hmm. We loved him. He he passed away, unfortunately. He passed too soon. Yeah. We don't. I need to get into the specifics of why he passed or whatever. Y'all don't, but y'all still. don't make me want to cry. Exactly. Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> was a very, in the WWE or WWF at the time, as a Mexican, you're like, oh shit, you lost your one title. You're one guy that you could root for and not feel whatever about, yeah. you know? Yeah, I rooted for The Rock. Yeah, I rooted for Console and Steve Al. You know, yeah. I rooted for all them guys you should be but rooting like, for. With guys like Ray and Eddie, you saw yourself. Exactly. It's like, holy shit, stuff. there's a brown guy doing stuff. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> I'm fucking weak. <laughs> mermaid, and you're like, holy shit, my ginger ass deserves to be a, Di- a Disney princess. <laughs> it's the same thing. You see Booker T. Sure, I guarantee you. No, no, I guarantee you because I've done this. I sat down, watched wrestling events with my all my old punk friends in high school, and one one black friend was like, "Who the fuck's Booker T?" And I'm like, "He's a pretty good wrestler. He's got this move and blah blah blah." And we played some wrestling games, and he was like, "Holy shit!" He never watched wrestling in his entire life, but he had that connection instantly to Booker T. Right. Right. Same way. So let me ask you this: when yeah. your when your son gets older and Dominic yeah. continues down the road, yeah. are you gonna feel that connect? And then I'll let you yell it go because you heard you heard Ray Mys- like it's funny yeah. he heard Ray Mysterio and he's like, what'd you just say? He said, yeah. hold the fuck on, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I got something to say. Conversation. We got door make- down and everything in the house. <laughs> I heard Ray Mysterio's <laughs> voice. Yeah. <laughs> So let me just ask you this. So, yeah. like, seeing Ray's son, and now that you have a son, yeah. it's like, you know, me having a daughter. Yeah. And they get really hyped when Ray Mysterio comes on and blah, blah, blah. Do you think that with the way you reacted to Ray Mysterio, that's how your son, if he watches wrestling with you, he's yeah. going to get hyped about Dominic as he gets older. And even if Dominic doesn't stay in WWE and he continues on down the road, because it's kind of Mysterio. The name is right there. You yeah. know what it is. Yeah. It's a mystery. Right. Spanish. It's a mystery in it's Spanish. King, yes. King, King mystery. Yeah, King mystery in Spanish. Um, do, yes. Do you think that just from having, because with your son being being Mexican, yeah. Do you think that he's gonna see someone like Dominic and he's gonna go, holy shit, that could be me? No, no, that's the biggest thing. Like, and that's the thing. Like a lot of people don't understand in wrestling. How many Latinos do you have wrestling? How many do y'all know off the top of your head? Because I can't think of much. Like, you um, know, ten, I maybe. I can think of ten. Yeah. Five less than five. But that's right. only like right I now. I don't have anything else in my brain. Right. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, and I'm asking this as an active roster. And then I'm going to continue asking, how many Asian wrestlers do you guys have in the current WWE roster? You can count on your hand. Act- on your hand. So on a, my hand, you can count. That's it. Okay. WWE. But How, the weird uh, thing is about, except for Akira, the the wrestlers that they do have, the the Asia wrestlers are yeah. all top stars, pretty much. 
Right. Percent. Except for except for like one or two. Right. But I guess you could count on two hands, except for one and two. Most of them, they're pretty up but there. Which what I'm trying to ask is, and this isn't in a question so much as in like, yes, you might know a million Mexican wrestlers. I mean, I'm sure if I actually sat there and started thinking about all the loot store fights I've watched in my life, yeah, I could name off a million of these motherfucking guys. But what I'm trying to say is, on WWE's roster, mm-hmm. biggest form of wrestling entertainment to this day. I've taught him well. How, <laughs> how many minority wrestlers do you actually have? Currently, at this moment, I am looking at uh, at uh, Alexis. Alexis. <laughs> so Wikipedia page, and all I see is two brothers. That's 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 Samoans. Yeah, the two Samoans and um, who's that brown guy and that guy? That's uh huh. New Day. That's Xavier Woods, Kofi, and Big E. Other than that, all I see is a bunch of white people. Well, Oscar's Asian, which is pretty accurate. But yeah, you want a guy? You guys want to make WWE more inclusive? You guys want to let more people in? Yeah, you need people like Dominic Mysterio showing up. You need people carrying the torch to the next round. Who was um, Batista's kids? Uh, we saw them wrestle one time. No, it wasn't Batista's kids. It wasn't? His, I don't think his daughter wants anything to do with wrestling. Yeah. Um, but like, but no, she, but she likes the black guys. She does like that. <laughs> Who are you talking about? Wrestling. Batista's daughter. Yeah, Batista's daughter. You've never seen his daughter? No. Oh, Lord. Oh, Rikishi. The Usos are his sons. Yeah, Yeah. the Usos. So, like, for example, when you see Rikishi, I remember Rikishi from the fucking old WWF video games. Oh, shit. A lot of digital for that Exactly. Uh, pixels for that ass. But still, <laughs> like, I remember watching Rikishi on, you know, SmackDown and shit like that. Like, I, that's what I remember, because I'm sorry, like, I was in that, it was one of those average WWE. Like, I think that was why I check out this, this was from SummerSlam, uh, SummerSlam a couple of years ago. Like, uh, that. Yeah, that, that's a lot of white. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that I make your white superstars less super. All I'm saying is you gotta make it more inclusive. Which there, we have been saying for months now. Right, right. And here's the thing, like I honestly believe in WWE what you guys need. And this is again total out outsider mm-hmm. looking in a wrestling. I watch wrestling once or twice every few months with you. Right. I watch the pay-per-views with you. Why? Because it's free beer, there's free food, and I get to sit here. Plus, I live. <laughs> perfectly like i just show up and i'm like hey free beer free food fuck yeah let's watch people half naked people wrestle each other i'm in (laughs) but here's the thing as no no you're fine (laughs) i love you too alexis (laughs) as a a non-mentored non-schooled person that is actively watching wwe now as someone who grew up 
with that magic and that like fire in their heart, like saying, Oh my God, I want to see Jeff Hart. I want to see the fucking Hardy brothers go into a fucking ladder match against edge and whoever the fuck Christian. Yeah. That's who it was. Same. Yeah. And like growing up seeing that and then now jumping in 10 years, literally 10 years later and seeing Ray Mysterio's kid who was nothing but more than a fuck trophy when Mary Mysterio was, first making his like oh, appearance Jesus. yeah like literally think about it 10 years ago ray mysterio what was he he was a new guy from san diego who did that 619 that mm-hmm. what was it a fucking like spin around some ropes to kick it a dude was, in the face it was and it was if you think about it when you when you say it like that back it, then it really made people flip because there wasn't really anything people were doing like that at it, that point exactly ray mysterio was the first he was the he's the first generation immigrant. I could say it that way in the WWE. The same way that um who's the guy I was just talking about the big dude with the Rikishi. Rikishi. Well, Rikishi comes from a wrestling family. Exactly. Yeah, that's a whole that's a whole thing. There's so he's a, he's an NOI and they're just They've, and NOIs have literally been in WWE since WWE. So, and Simone, who's The Rock's daughter, is the, she's now officially the first fourth generation right. wrestler because and, of that, because of how long. Dominic's a third generation. Right. Yeah, right. Dominic's technically a third generation. But what I'm trying to say that is you have all these first and second generation white wrestlers who literally are just no one nobody's until they get picked up they get made in these big superstars like for example stone cold steve austin one of the greatest wrestlers don't care you say warney braces chug beer whatever he is my hero exactly many of us he was our first like wow i want to be stone cold steve austin and then you realize no i don't want to be stone cold steve austin (laughs) but You watch wrestling, you're like, look at this badass, bald motherfucker chugging beer and fucking DDPing anyone around him. (laughs) Sorry, it was a different name. The stunner. The stunner. stunner. Not a DDP, sorry. I know it's very (laughs) similar. I know it's very similar, but camp is different. Either way, you see Stone Cold Steve Austin in the 90s, and you're like, I want to be that bad motherfucker Mm -hmm. compared to. 2005 when you're like who the fuck's this short Mexican guy doing this little fucking round heel kick thing around the ropes you know he's got a point I mean you you see a bunch of these guys who've literally been picked up with nothing more than $60 to their name their whole entire wrestling careers have been made up and yet you see people like and I hate to say this Booker T who I feel like has had one of the shittiest careers in wrestling because he was the bad guy for 75% of his fucking life mm-hmm. on the WWE and then what does he get to do? He gets to retire to fucking commentate on WWE? What do you guys think? Has he got a point? No. No? Well, that's fair. That's <laughs> they, fair. They don't really like no, it's fine. I get where he's coming from because he says Booker T is a good wrestler. He has a great character. The problem with Booker T is not about his career because that part I do agree with you. 
I felt like Booker T did deserve better. However, when you become a veteran and you leave and you start working on the outskirts, your job is to mentor the guys who come in so that they have a better role than you had, not make it harder for those who come in after you. And, and again, this might pardon my ignorance, everyone on the internet phone. <laughs> uh, I'm not trying to make you guys laugh, and I honestly mean this. Like, yeah. I, 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 you pardon my ignorance. I haven't watched wrestling in 10 years. No, but the, the cool well, thing it's fine. is when yeah, you – I do, I do agree with it. what you're saying in, in terms of Booker T as a wrestler and a character – but there's just right. some information that I know that makes me go, well, maybe if you hadn't been such a dick. Yes. But we get that. So but now that he's retired, yeah. he's kind of mad when he sees guys like the New Day, who's all who are just three black men who are all about positivity. And he doesn't think that someone like them should exist and that they should just be angry angry black men like all this and it's well, just like what well, the fuck again let's be honest and be politically correct and again i mean this to all of you guys because again i don't know who you are nor do you know who i am and we all know incredibly unsensitive to each other on the internet but what I, when i say this when i watched booker t in the 90s and the early 2000s he was a strong black man who had control over his own dynasty. But at the same flip of the coin, bro, he was running around like a bad Game of Thrones cosplayer. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. When when I left when I left the wrestling world, mm-hmm. he was fighting his own things, doing his own things. When I came back ten years later, he's a dude in a suit commenting on people wrestling, and it's like, what happened to you doing that badass leg kick? Before you fucking, you know, knee drop somebody. He left and, and went to um TNA and fizzled out at TNA and then has his wrestling school and came back to WWE to get that damn ring. Right. That's literally stayed in it for the money. So these people, these young black men that are getting into the wrestling game, they're being shit talked. By the elder black dude in the wrestling game. We just talked about this. Holy He's shit. not the only one. Mark Henry does it too. You remember? <laughs> you remember who Mark Henry was? No, Mark Henry. Mick, Mark Henry was an. And then we'll get back to SummerSlam. I promise. Mark Henry was the Olympic powerlifter that they signed at WWE. But yeah, the one that had that hand baby with May Young. Came sexual chocolate and had sex with poor old May Young. God rest her crazy ass. Yeah. And she gave birth to a hand. Yeah. That shit was wild. WWE I don't want to WWE fire moments. Oh. Yeah, I have to say that. He left, he left before that. Yeah. He, he left before that. I, I, and, I, and I apologize. Good job. Good job. I know. I, Good I, job. Might have, <laughs> I, I might have left at the right time or the wrong time. Oh, you, 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 guys. you left at a good time. Save yourself a lot of heartache, I promise you that. But, but what I'm trying to say is, like, when I left wrestling, when I, when literally, when I stopped watching wrestling, the Hardy Brothers were a hot thing. The Rock was literally just barely making his exit. Oh, yeah. And Stone Cold Steve Austin was still a fucking wrestler. Like, these were things that were still happening. Yeah. And then now here I am, 10 years later, jumping back in, 
high school happened. I've had girlfriends. I've lost my virginity since then. All these things have happened. Oh my God. Not personal shit. <laughs> 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 Ten years difference. That's what it makes. Ten years difference from when you're a child watching WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. For the first time, you're like, oh my god, my mom spent the extra fifty dollars to pay me WrestleMania. Oh my god. Right. To like after high school having a child, all this, and it's like, what do you mean Ray Mysterio's child is saying that they're writing his tailcoats? It's like, dude, Ray Mysterio was his own fucking human being. Exactly. Dominic Mysterio, obviously, yeah, we know. Your dad's your dad's a wrestler. Yeah. Follow the name, follow the fucking, you know, follow the, what you've been taught your entire life. Yes. But don't make it a fucking thing between father and son. Make it about a wrestler starting his own path. Mm -hmm. Because it doesn't matter which way you look at it. Even in luchador culture, one wrestler and his son are two different identities. Mm-hmm. Yes, they have this and this. You know, they're obviously blood, but it doesn't matter. His son is doing the best he can for his own career. His dad is doing the best he can for the remainder of his career. Mm-hmm. I honestly think that Rey Mysterio is trying to set himself up in a position where he can retire. Yeah. Again, this is as an outsider, not a. a no, we we want to see what, yeah. what you think. I feel like Rey Mysterio is finally tired of being tired. Could you imagine being a man doing fucking a 619 on some ropes? Fuck no, because I can barely go up the damn stairs, let alone flip this damn. Well, how great ropes. From all, because even when he left WWE for a while, he still wrestled in other promotions. How old is Rey Mysterio? Does anybody know? Like fucking 53. I'll look it up because we. <laughs> Because, like, see those, <laughs> see those guys right there? Yeah. Those are the Usos. Rikishi's kids. Yeah. He's 45. No, he's only 45. Wow. He ain't that old. So, There's like, some people on there who are older than he is and still, well. But Fair. Exactly. What do. To see, like, that, those guys? Yeah. Those are Rikishi's sons. Yeah. Do you think anyone gave them shit because they're Rikishi's son? No. You see her? Yeah. That's Charlotte Flair. That's Ric Flair's daughter. Yeah. Do you think people gave her shit? No. Oh, they gave her shit. They did? Yeah. yeah they did. They, they gave the Lucas yeah, shit, too. They still give Charlotte shit. Yes, they, they do. So, you know, do you think it's just, and then I'll I'll let you go. Please. No, no, you're fine. I, um, I'm, I'm glad I can keep talk, talking. If your friends <laughs> want to keep talking, I'm drunk. I can keep going. Um, well, that. it's like a little makeshift interview. I'm testing my interview skills out on you. Um, Please do. Do you, do you think it's just fans? Because you know, always joke wrestling fans are always mad because yeah. of the wrestling fans. Yeah. I've said that like a lot of times around you. Right. Do you think it's just them trying to find something to bitch about? Because you do have some wrestlers who start at the bottom and they work their way up. Yeah. But do you think it's just because? And you saw the match on Sunday. Dom was jumping off ropes. He was doing shit. You know, yeah. he was doing great. He was fucking kicking ass. If I told you that was his first match, would you have believed me? No. Okay. People are giving him shit just because he's Ray's son. Do you think it's just because they have nothing to bitch about because he did such a great job? So he's they're complaining that, about who his dad is. Do you think that's what it's just coming down to? Like, from think, like an outsider looking in kind of thing? And, and here's the thing. I think in that situation, it doesn't matter if it's wrestling, you getting a new job, 
or working the same job that you've been working for 30 years, you hear someone's kid coming in and they're instantly giving all the praise. They're getting all the rewards. You know, everyone's saying like, oh my God, this guy did so good. It's like, motherfucker, I've been doing the same job for 30 fucking years. What the fuck are you bitching about? That's what I feel like it is. Is like all these wrestlers that have been doing the same thing for all this time, their whole entire careers, here's a new guy jumping in. Of course, the new guy's always going to get flack. No matter who you are, the new guy is always going to get some type of shit talk to him. Uh-huh. The difference that's going to make between Dominic and anyone else in the in the WWE uh-huh. is the fact that, A, he's had the training by his dad. Which is probably one of the best trainers you could fucking exactly. have. Exactly. There's no, there's no denying. Sorry, guys. Mexi- Mexican luchador culture is pretty instilled heavily. Like, I am Mexican, and I don't follow luchador culture, and I mm-hmm. even know that, like, oh, shit, that's, like, Aztec status. Like, don't fuck with that. Shit. <laughs> like, literally, like, we hear, like, oh, shit, that's a Jaguar warrior. We leave it at that. Like, that, that's who they are. Right. And that's the, thing, that's the beauty of it. Like, I feel like Dominic is getting in. Yes, he's going to take flack. He's either too inexperienced or too experienced because of his dad's training. No matter what, people are always going to say he's riding his dad's coattails. He's, you know, his dad's riding his coattails. Because people still say that about Ric Flair, about Charlotte, and vice versa. Exactly. Here's the thing. Dominic's his own man. He chose to continue wrestling. It was his decision. Mm -hmm. If he felt like he decided and it was worthy of his time to become a wrestler, it's not because he's thinking about what everyone else is thinking about. He's thinking about what that sweet WWE contract money does. Oh, yeah, brother. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> Let's be I mean, honest. Does he have a point or does he have not? Or does he have a point? I I, I do agree with what he's saying. But I, I believe Dominic, Dominic's been in wrestling his, since he was a kid. And I think exactly. the only thing that would have made that match sweeter for Dominic would have been for Eddie Guerrero to be there to see it. And um, that was his first match on the show. Like the whole, that is the first match ever. Now he's been on TV, of course. He's participated in his father's matchups, but he yeah. never had an official match of his own. And for you to go out there and perform, and one of the biggest shows for WWE, one of the big four, yeah. that's your first match. you got to have some balls to do that. And you're going up against one of the best in WWE. Seth Rollins still is one of the best wrestlers in the company. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And here's the that thing. That is true. <laughs> it's true. So, no, that, that's the beauty of the wrestling world is like, yeah, you can absolutely – for example, when I left watching wrestling – Kurt Angle was the most hated motherfucker on WWE. Was it when he was a heel, or was it when it was like, I'm gonna take my mi- drink my milk and take my vitamins, and you know, drink my milk and eat my vitamins, guys. Oh god, exactly. Was, he was the biggest douchebag on the world. Everybody hated him. At Everyone that. hated him. But guess what? He was still ranked the best wrestler of the WWE because he had the heavyweight wrestling championship. This is true. My drunk Mexican roommate is speaking facts. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
a bonus section of the po- the podcast from now on. And it's just <laughs> and he just, just going to be called front. Like how we have the count out, but it's, it's going to be like front roommates. <laughs> you guys have the end I want to make that a separate piece. And you're going to be a separate segment, so you're going to be like a bonus episode. Yes, please. All of you when I'm drunk. Oh, God. I don't give a shit what we're talking about. We can talk about wormhole theory. I will <laughs> gladly do it. That's too advanced for our audience. Okay, okay. my bad. <laughs> but in, in all honesty, I think Ray, uh, Ray Mysterio's son, Dominic Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio, is doing a wonderful job. And as a Mexican American, I can feel a struggle. You got to be more Mexican than Mexicans, and you got to be more American than Americans. Uh-huh. That's taken straight from Selena the movie, but it's fact. <laughs> Dominic is going to have to be twice as Mexican as that was, which going to try to appeal to an American audience. An American audience. He's going to have to Americanize himself to the standard quo of even at minimal the California Mexican, which is very easy to me, but at minimal, he's going to have to hit that that demographic to move his, his career forward. Because let's be honest, What's the one thing in wrestling that gets you anywhere, anywhere, is fans. True. When we've said this, if you can go out there and you could be in a sellout arena, and yeah. if no one cheers for you, you're done. You're you're fucked. You're like, fucked. You're pretty much showing that no one's behind you. Even even John Cena, exactly. who people hate, when he comes out, people boo him like fucking Roman Reigns. He gets a reaction out of people. You walk out of somewhere, you don't get a reaction. And this is like fans, wrestlers, anybody. You don't get a reaction from anything. You're, you're done. Yeah, exactly. And think about it. Whoever's writing, whoever's writing the script behind the scenes, whoever's writing the, this guy's going to win this fight, this guy's going to win this fight. Mm-hmm. Which, again, not an insider. I'm an outsider looking in. No, we know it's, we know it's fake. Yeah. To an extent. To an extent. Here's the thing. Balls are real. All the all the stunts are real. We all know what's scripted is scripted. Mm-hmm. Whoever is reading and whoever is seeing the reaction, engaging the reaction in people's faces, they're going to be the guys that end up truly deciding, like, hey, there's this Mexican dude. He's got a lot of positive whatever outlook from the Mexican community. Maybe we need to let him win a few fights. And that will be Dominic's prime. Mm-hmm. Where they're like, you know, we're right now, currently where we're at, where like cops are being scrutinized on a more public front. Mm-hmm. Uh, minorities are being looked more favorably upon, which is new to me. Yeah. So right now is the time for the WWE to capitalize on their African, or sorry, Americans of African descent employees <laughs> and their. Americans of Mexican descent employees and all the other non-white minorities. Now is the time for the WWE to be like, "Hey guys, we're not racist. We're pushing ourselves away from like 
the NASCARs and the other sporting events. Exactly. If you guys right now, right now is the time where I think, honestly, the WWE needs to step in, separate itself from the rest of the sporting events, mm-hmm. and let more minorities take control of And I guarantee you, in five years, you will see a bunch of white kids cheering for the next Booker T. You'll be seeing a bunch of white kids cheering for the next... Kofi Kingston. Yeah, you'll see kids brooding for Dominic Mysterio. Right now is the time where WWE, as a franchise, as a business, needs to see, like, hey, been supporting great white dudes for the longest time. Maybe add a brown straight dude or a black straight dude into the like, and I'm not saying like you know you don't gotta fucking like gender warp everything you you don't gotta make it extreme but just like instead of your stone cold Steve Austin from the 90s Dominic fucking Mysterio from the 90s, you know like from 2020 from 2020 exactly like maybe having one or two that 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 right there will make the difference for allowing more entry level WWE fans to see people of color or race or whatever and be like, hey, we can get behind this guy because we understand his struggle. Mm-hmm. Now is the time I think for that like racial blending, racial elimination coming together. Coming together, yeah, racial unity of moving forward with wrestling. Again, I'm an outsider talking in. I am so proud of you. You have no idea. Holy shit, man. <laughs> no problem, Alexis. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I'm out this of a beer. This thing you've done in a very long time. <laughs> hey, since you... Hey, you got a cigarette I could burn, dude? Okay. Yeah, awesome, thank you. I'm <laughs> <laughs> proud of him like you don't like he just when he moved in with us he started watching wrestling with us and then you know when he saw Rey Mysterio again he goes holy shit it's Rey Mysterio and it's like he goes it's like what he said happy memories of his childhood man like sorry I didn't mean to to do that but it's just like when someone insults Rey Mysterio in front of him and me we get kind of what the fuck you just say (laughs) like roll up and shit it's not even like Rey Mysterio it's just like Here's the thing. Like, let Dominic just do what he wants to do, right? Not even that. It's just like, for example, I understand if no one here likes art. Like, if no one here appreciates art for what it is. But no one here, I guarantee you, no one in this in this uh, online sitting room we are currently in. <laughs> the best technology, Skype for your... In this live chat room here, let's just be honest. No one here walks into the fucking Louvre and says, "Wow, that fucking Da Vinci, he's a real piece of shit." No, no one does that. No one does that. No one, no one looks at a Picasso and says, "Wow, this guy sucks." This, what the fuck was he trying to paint? No, we respect the artist art and then when we respect the old artists we need to respect the new artists as well exactly and not try to hold them up to a certain degree and aspect perfect example 
again, 10 years ago when I left wrestling, Trish Stratus was part of one of the world's best fucking tag team groups, right? Wasn't it? TNA. I wouldn't say they're the world's best. No, no, I'm saying tag team. uh, Not TNA, when she was still in WWF. She, she, um... she was a man. Lita used to tag. Yeah, her and Lita. If you want to, yeah, yeah, her and yeah. Lita. Her and Lita used to tag. That's what I was trying to get at. Her and Lita used to tag, and they were like the top of the women's tag team championship. You know, um, this I saw where Vince um, actually said Sasha and Bailey remind him a lot of Trish and Lita, and exactly. that's very high praise coming from Vince McMahon of all people, because exactly. we all know Vince is Satan. Because he yeah. hates everybody. Yeah. Damn. Damn. He wishes everybody but his own son happy birthdays on his Twitter. Right. <laughs> That's the oh. best thing in the fucking world. I feel I don't it's like I feel like he knows it and he does it on purpose now. Yep. Yep. He's a yeah. Oh. Well, let's be honest. Ten years will be the difference between what The Rock stood for. When he was fighting. And when his daughter comes in. And when his daughter comes in. Exactly. Like, she's going to get shit, too, man. She's going to get shit for her whole career. Um, Exactly. But, you know, people need, just with me, and we'll get back to SummerSlam, people just need to lay off of Dominic because he's got very big shoes to fill with Ray. Exactly. And the same with Charlotte, the same with Usos, the same with Roman, the same from anybody coming from a big family. The, the roads, like Dustin, Cody, yeah. they got very big shoes to fill. And I think... Some of them ain't feeling. Well, and, and here's the thing. They're I'll, not going to fit them. They, they got their own path ahead of them. They're exactly. going to do what they want to do. Like, I know I ripped on Charlotte, but, you know, when she comes out with the robe, that's the way she's honoring her dad. And she calls herself the queen. Well, that's how the queen comes out. She's all decked out and good to go. And, I mean, it's like when Charlotte Flair get shit from people yeah because she's rick flair's daughter i i mean i go off on charlotte all the time but i never and i've said ah you know she's rick flair's daughter but now that i'm like okay i read this interview where she when she came in she had to earn respect from every single person in that locker room and here's the thing that's the same way with dominic and here's the same thing with any wrestler anybody even like you taking a fucking nine to five working at jacket in the box it is matter who the fuck you are you show up to your job what's the one thing that you ask for basic human courtesy this is true and a check that's the only things that you ask for doesn't matter if you're fucking checking people's temperatures or you're building fucking heat exchanger units for google Mm -hmm. doesn't matter what you're doing with your life what's the one thing that you ask for to be treated like a human being and be, be led to do your work for fucking money. Ding, ding, ding. Fucking just nail on the head right there, man. Dominic, he's a great wrestler with a million times potential of his father. Because he has had the upraising of a Mysterio. And at the same time, he can actually look with the lens of a 20, you know, of, a, of millennial, of Gen Zer. Yeah. And see, like, Holy shit, this is what the kids like nowadays. <laughs> this isn't Rey Mysterio. We're not talking about Rey Mysterio who grew up in the fucking 80s. We're talking about a new kid, a new person, a, a whole individual that is being thrown into this, this culture of wrestling and all this. And he can see where his fans want to be. Doesn't matter if it's Rick's daughter. Doesn't matter whatever. 
This is the next generation of wrestling, whether we like it or not. Either get on the train or you get left behind. Exactly. And these kids are going to be the ones that are going to take over wrestling. Mm-hmm. We don't have an option in it. Nope. This is this is what's happening. So either A, you can hop on board like you said, or you can get let off, off the train. But either way, wrestling is moving towards this idea of families moving their children into it. Mm-hmm. And we have to either A, accept it, or B, fight it and hate and bitch about whatever. And it's not even on on WWE. There's kids of like um, of luchadors and third generation superstars in the indies right now that, you know, and a lot of times like they make it, but people are still like, you could be, I don't know. Think about this. Think about this. If Daniel Bryan's kids become wrestlers, think how much shit they're going to be put on. Cause oh, oh your dad from double size. Yeah, like you're, they're going to have a stigma because their mother's a Bella. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that's where most of it's going to come, to be completely Complete. honest. Because yeah. It's going to be because she's a Bella or their mother. And it's going to be the same if the Miz's daughters get wrestling. It's going to be like, oh, your mom was a diva and your dad didn't do shit. It's like, I'm not my dad and I'm not my mom. Exactly. You have to give me a chance. I'm sorry. Here's the way I explain it, and I've had to explain this to multiple people, and I know, sorry, again, this is a PG, non-racial-based type of thing. Oh, fuck no, man. We've said worse. No, <laughs> Don't worry. no, no. Here's the thing. I've had to explain to myself to another human being who is white, like, hey, man, I'm sorry. I got born in this beaner body. You have to accept this like this is what i didn't have a choice where i was born who i was born as this is who i am you can either accept me or you can hate me because i am this skin color or in this case of who your family or is. who my family is or you can accept me as someone you can have a couple beers with that's the way i think about dominic mysterio he is a new guy Yes, his dad is Rey Mysterio. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Are you going to bitch about the whole time that, hey, his dad is the one that filled his shoes? His dad is the one that gave him that last name? Or are you going to look at him and be like, dude, that was a pretty sweet double backflip you did and land on top of that other guy. I'm going to go with the double backflip. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, sorry, you, you fucking did that off six feet of you know, ground. You, right. Like, yeah. most of us are even too scared to climb a six-foot ladder. Like, until you got, like, that's the thing about fans online. Yeah. If you don't know how to do it, they should really keep their damn mouth shut. Okay. But a lot of these fans online that are attacking Ray and Dominic, yeah. they've never wrestled a day in their life. No. They've never gone through it. I mean, no. the, the four of us, we sit here, we bitch about it. Like, Nicole's the only one who's ever gone through basic yeah. training for to be a wrestler. Yeah. And, like, the amount of work, and I mean, she's even said it. Like, I remember Nicole one time you came back from training, and you're like, everything hurts. I can't move. Someone ordered me food because I can't even pick up my phone right now. Yeah. Like, you were really in pain. I remember that. <laughs> I was fucking dying. And then I had to work. And then, thank God, I like, I took and the last, the amount of time I worked at my last job, that time and when. I literally got snowed into my apartment were the only times I ever called off of work. I didn't know I lied. 
I called off the premiere of SmackDown on Fox, but that's different. I need a mental health day. But <laughs> here's a thing. Yeah, you- no, it really is a thing. And I urge people to 100% do that. I can't believe I'm eating this this late at night. That's besides the point. But yeah, it's hard. And Nicole, busting your ass. I, the, my coach, he was like, you sure you don't want to do this? Full time, I said, the fuck no. I'll be a ref and I was like I do eventually want to like learn like get like manager training or whatever or learn how to be like a manager but I'm like I'm not trying to take that like no offense but that's that's totally understandable we are normal ass people trying to get by day to day supporting our families ourselves ourselves and trying to have normal relationships. Wrestlers, they take the role completely. It's like watching a Daniel Day-Lewis movie where he doesn't take on the role completely. That's not something you want. No. You want Daniel Day-Lewis to be wearing a fucking sweaty 18th century hat walking around New York <laughs> like if it's like normal day business. That's what we all want. We all want to see the fucking Brock Lesnar showing up like... No, we don't. No, I know, I know. (laughs) But I'm saying, like, we all want to see Brock Lesnar show up, flexing himself, doing an F5, and, like, that's what we want. But we all know in reality that probably has the best fucking, like, chicken casserole recipe on the face of the planet. Lesnar just eats him raw, just picks him up and goes... Right, right. I mean, like, there's tradition to watch on WWE, and then what the wrestler's real life is. I guarantee you, any wrestler you watch has some weak spot for some girl that he he dated in high school. Whatever. (laughs) I mean, like, let's be honest. They're normal people like us. They are. They're going to have the same flaws that we have. True. They're going to be people. No matter what. Obviously, we learned. Who was your idol? That guy that you loved so much. Oh, um, I, I don't know who you're talking about. I don't know. I don't know his name. He, he's dead to me now. So, no, is it about so, Havoc? Uh, I, I, who? Yeah. Well, who? whatever. That, I, Davey, I I, that Davey Havoc sound alike. The fucking don't wrestler. Ever, don't ever insult Davey Havoc like that. Uh, no, no, no. no. I'll never. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> AFI is a great band. But still, the fact that people took his name. Because they love their music so much to become wrestlers and, and then feel terribly. Yeah, he deserves it though. Yeah. I'm like, our idols from reality. Mm-hmm. We gotta like really separate our reality from our idol. We got a long way to go, ladies and gents. Back to our track. Sorry, <laughs> but sorry, I didn't. I mean, that just that happened. <laughs> Thank you, though. <laughs> <You're welcome. laughs> um. Okay. I don't even remember what we were talking about. Yeah, I totally forgot what we were talking about. Dominic and Seth's, Seth's match. I think that all of that made its point about how we feel about that match. <laughs> 
I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Down for the Count. Make sure you follow us on our Twitter and our Instagram at Down for the Count 19 for the Twitter and at D4TC underscore podcast for Instagram. Make sure you follow us there. We try to post as much information as possible. And of course, don't forget to follow us on Spotify and Anchor and everywhere else that we are posted, which is Google Podcasts. And you can also import us to Apple Music for our podcast and make sure you guys listen to us. And of course, follow We Love Wrestling. We Love Wrestling is on Twitter, Instagram, and they also have a Facebook group. And of course we have wrestling.com, which is the big, the big collaboration of podcasts and social media accounts that work together tirelessly to put together massive amounts of information for you for wrestling, whether it be indie shows, mainstream shows, or just general information about shows and reviews, anything you can think of, articles, all kinds of goodies are posted on weloverestling.com. It is such a great place for you to find all of your wrestling information. So if you want to see all of that and more, be sure to follow We Love Wrestling on all their social media platforms. Follow us at Down for the Count on our social media platforms. And don't forget to make sure you follow our podcast so you know every time we upload. Now, that was a long intro, but I hope you guys enjoyed this bonus episode of Down for the Count, and we'll see you guys next time.